Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Mostly Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. Now, it's time for another review, and today I have a new movie that just released uh, in the theaters this weekend called The Black Phone. Uh, This is another one of those movies that got pushed back during the whole pandemic stuff. Uh, It was supposed to come out like a year ago. So the hype for this one's been building for a little while. And I'm excited to see it, especially since Ethan Hawke is playing the bad guy in this one. And he's been in horror movies before, but I can't recall him ever being like the main bad guy in a horror movie. So we'll see how that goes. So what is this one about? Well, we start out in what looks like the 60s time era by the wardrobe setting and the references. Uh, We meet some kids, mainly Finney and his sister Gwen. And they're just some regular kids for the most part. I mean, Finney is a boy with some talent, but is afraid of the world, doesn't really stand up for himself. While his sister Gwen is the opposite, and is kind of very in your face, and definitely stands up for herself. She also has a gift which is she's not allowed to really speak about. Spoiler free. Can't get into any of that. Uh, now, coming home from school, a man kidnaps uh, Finney and places him in this soundproof basement. He notices this phone on the wall. He tries to use it, but it's not connected to anything. After some time of looking for a way out and finding none, the black phone begins to ring. He decides to answer it, and he's shocked at who was on the other end. And that's where I'm going to stop. From there, he needs to figure out a way to escape before, you know, the killer decides he's done with him. Meanwhile, his sister's trying to find him and find out who took him. So what do the pros think? Well, they came in at an 83% on the rotten scale, uh, with the audience at a 91%, so both of them really liked it, but the audience was super impressed by this one. And what did I think? Well, let's start with the positives. And for me, I got to start with the performances. You know, I'm always roasting bad acting, and I show no mercy for children. F them kids. (laughs) But I give credit where it's due, and Finney and Gwen, they were really, really excellent in this. Uh, There's this scene that stands out in my head right now where Gwen is getting spanked by her father, and they're arguing about something, spoiler free, uh, with Finney standing there helpless watching in the background. I mean, that was some pretty heavy stuff. And for disclosure, nothing bothers me for the most part. I mean, vets of my show know this, but if you're new here, first of all, thank you for checking out the content. Uh, but I like to watch disturbing, extreme movies, horror movies, things of that nature, and I review them here on this podcast, so definitely go back and check out my catalog, uh, if you're into that kind of thing, um, and my mom actually wonders how I can sit through and watch some of the stuff that I watch, and, you know, I tell her, it's just a movie to me, I mean, it's just entertainment, why would I be bothered by entertainment, well, I do have one weakness, and that's kids, any kind of cruelty or violence towards kids in movies is very triggering for me. So there are a couple of scenes in this movie that might not be a big deal to anybody else. And, you know, they could just watch it. They really got to me. So that scene that we just talked about, and there's another one with Finney getting bullied that probably made me connect a little bit faster to these characters more than someone else would. So just putting that out there for full disclosure. Uh, And the fact that it was so well acted, yeah, really 
hooked me in. But, oh yeah, Ethan Hawke, I mentioned him earlier, so I definitely got to talk about him here. Yeah, he does play a, a creepy uh, bad guy called the Grabber. Um, I wasn't sure how he was going to play it or how it would come off, but it, definitely his portrayal of this character and delivery he had here was spot on. Um, again, just talking about the movie, apparently this is based on a story or a book or something. I can't speak to that because I haven't read it. I'm just really speaking solely about uh, the movie that they put in front of me. So the story is solid in and of itself. Using the phone was a clever way to introduce a certain element and connect him with his sister and some of the other things going on. Spoiler free, can't get into any of that. The pacing was good, and it does have a satisfying ending, I thought. Uh, but in fact, the pacing might have been a little too fast, and that's where my negatives start. While I respect where they were going with the pace, trying to keep things moving along, and you know, not get bogged down in too many details, there was one character I wish they could have gotten a little bit more background information on, and saw his story a little bit. Now, other than uh, Finney, uh, there's maybe one other kid I kind of wanted to see how he got himself into the situation. I mean, there's a couple other kids. We see how, you know, they fell victim to the grabber. I think there's two other kids we saw. But there's a couple other kids with the way they were in their personalities. I kind of wanted to see how that played out and how he was able to uh, get those children. Based, you know, like I said, based on their personalities. Now, I don't see them going down the same way as Finney did, so... That's why I was, you know, curious about that. Which leads me to some other holes in the story. Which, you know, some are pretty convenient. And and one that I can't really, you know, I obviously can't talk about any of them. Spoilers. So I'm going to leave them alone. But there's one that was just so implausible. I was like, huh? I was kind of scratching my head like, well, how is that possible? But anyway... I don't want to beat this one up too much. Let me bottom line this one for you. Did I enjoy it? And yes, I did. I enjoyed this one quite a bit. It was definitely worth the wait for me. And I'm glad I didn't just throw it on some streaming service where it was going to be forgotten about. This is definitely uh, in the theater type movie. I put this one right at an 88% to stay consistent on the rotten scale. And besides a few plot holes, maybe some missing story things... Uh, and a few, you know, I didn't get into it, there is one or two really obvious jump scares, startle scares is what I call them, because, I mean, you're not really scared, you're just startled, uh, but overall, the story is solid, and the performances were very, like I said, top-notch, uh, Hawk plays that, uh, a great kidnapper, and, um, all of it comes to a really satisfying close in a tight little package. It has everything you need to have a good time with a horror movie. Now, uh, this one, again, for me, is a must-see for horror fans. And if you want something a little more serious than Elvis or Buzz Lightyear or them dinosaurs uh, in a the theater, this one is, uh, you can't miss with this one. 
And with that being said, I'm going to close it out right here. If this is your first time, don't make it your last. This has been a Pod Bean production, mostly low-budget movie reviews with Clarence. I'm up on all the streaming platforms. Um, again, I do some TikTok stuff over there. This is another weekend. I'm going to try to do a different kind of video uh, that you don't get on the podcast. So definitely sign up for all my stuff so you get the full scope of what I'm doing over here. Thank you once again for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. And I will see you guys next time. Peace.